From Halloween's Diner, we're the Halloweeniacs, a podcast series where Matt Douglas and Greg Douglas from Nightmare 365, and Tom Piccarella and I, Michael Piccarella from the Jack Lantern Press podcast, grab a couple cups of Joe and mash together for some various discussions about all things Halloween. In this series, the four of us do an episode every 31st of every month that has a 31st. Well, scary Christmas and a haunted New Year. It's December 31st, New Year's Eve. And just as most people are looking back at the last year, reflecting and looking forward to plans and schemes for the next year, we too, the Halloweeniacs, thought we'd share our own reflections and uh, visions for 2023. But before we talk about the past year and some goals for next year, I wanted to ask you guys if you all got what you wanted from Frankenclaws this Christmas. Wait, you guys celebrate Frankenclaws? Frankenclaws comes every Christmas. Is that a like a West Coast thing? On the East Coast, we got Krampus. <laughs> well, that's for bad kids. So uh, well, Frankenclaws... If you put out a Santo lantern, so that's a jack-o'-lantern with a Santa Claus hat, you set that up near your tree, you illuminate it with a light inside. If you leave that on all night Christmas Eve, Frankenclaus will come and he will bring you Halloween and monster-themed Christmas gifts. Yeah, when do you guys put that up? What's up, everybody? It's Matt from Nightmare 365. What's up? Matty D. So do you guys do, I, I know we've talked about this in, in the past. Do you guys do that every year? Put a Santa's yeah. hat yeah. on a jack-o'-lantern? Damn it. I always forget. You guys got to remind yeah. me. Yeah, I do it too. Greg doesn't do it. Nope. <laughs> do Greg yeah, I've, does I've probably done it for maybe the last 10 years or so. Yeah, it's probably been about that long. Damn. And my son always gets uh, a gift from Frankenclaws. So he's the what, one who gets What the did he gifts. get this year? Uh, he got uh, tickets to a movie theater with, uh, and it's intended to go to horror movies. So Ooh, the Crypt like Keeper gave him uh, some tickets. I like it. Yeah, see, I, I always forget to do it. You guys got to remind me. It was something, I've always liked ghost stories. UFO stories around Christmas time, but I've never, I don't think we ever did anything related to Halloween around Christmas time that I could think of. I've no. always asked for gifts and Santa Claus and Frankenclaus was always good to me. Krampus was, and I, I think for the past 10 years, 10, 12 years now, I've been asking for weird New Jersey subscription. And that was like my one Halloween kind of paranormal connection to Christmas, I guess you could say. Christmas. But I do. No, do, do you remember? Do you remember getting, and I don't know if you guys had this when you were little. We were younger than you guys, but we had the, what we got, one of the Christmas gifts I remember as a kid getting was the Ghostbusters firehouse. Yeah, with the slime that ran yeah. down the top. Uh, you pour the slime never, in the top. No, we never had that. I oh, mean, was, was that, best. was it based on the movie or the cartoon? Yeah, I think it was from the movie. Well, it, Yes, and it was also based on the cartoon because most of the action figures were of the real Ghostbusters cartoon. Yeah, that's it's, what I was wondering. Yeah, it seems like when that cartoon got big, then all the toys started coming out. But I never did. I never did get... I mean, we got like shirts and pins and the soundtrack for the movie, but I don't think we got any toys that I can remember. Yeah, see, I remember that as a kid. You could still buy it for $89. I know. I saw it. I was looking it up. I was looking up on eBay like the other day because I started thinking about it and then, you know, like the Christmas gifts. And I was like, I do remember getting that. And that was definitely a Christmas gift, wasn't it? it yeah, was, it definitely was a Christmas gift because I remember playing with it in the back room where the, the, the Christmas tree used to be. Yeah, dude. See, that's what I remember. And speaking of Ghostbusters, I know this is a little bit off topic, but do you guys remember why the cartoon was called The Real Ghostbusters? I don't. No. <gasps> oh my God. I right. know this. You do know this. I, I'm hoping you know this. So what is kind of cool, there was a, sh there was a TV show yep. in the seventies called the Ghostbusters. Yeah. They did, even the original movie, they had, they shot it with two names. Yeah. Cause they had a, you know, kind of 
get the rights, but I think there was some kind of legality thing where they couldn't get it. So there was a TV show in the 70s, which I think you guys would have freaking loved. And it, and it does pertain, I guess, to like Halloween, spooky kind of thing, like the vibe. But then they made a cartoon called the Ghostbusters. The Ghostbusters. Look it up. It's not the real Ghostbusters. It's just the Ghostbusters. And it had, I think, what, two two main like human characters. There was like this gorilla or monkey that was part of their team. And then they had a, a girl who was like from another dimension also on like the Ghostbusters. Gorilla. And you know what? what? It? Yeah, it looks like that Mila Gorilla. I think I do remember this show. It's Filmation. So these are Why? the guys that did the Groovy Ghoulies. Was I it? Think huh. It's the same kind of cartoon. I yeah, feel the, like I did in the movie. See yes, this. they were. They were. Be, they were going to call the movie. I forget. Uh, it was. Yeah, I, I forget too. It was a uh, Ghost Something though, but it wasn't Busters. It was Ghost. No, it wasn't Busters. Uh, Dang, what was it? And then at one point, I think Dan Aykroyd was just like, "No, we're calling it Ghostbusters." Yeah, might as well. Like, if you get sued, you get sued. I mean, this is a cartoon versus a movie, so... I'm... Yeah, like, the cartoon... I do remember, though, because I always loved Halloween from when I was a little kid. There's the picture. Nice. And um, my mom used to always get me Halloween monster stuff for Halloween. I mean, I got Halloween... She would She would go shopping at Halloween time for my Christmas stuff. Masks, Halloween makeup... Halloween uh, albums, monster story albums, books, uh, tons of, of, of stuff, figures. I always got Halloween-themed things for Christmas because, you know, I guess, well, my mom wore Santa Claus or maybe Frankenclaus. We never put out a, a Santo lantern when we were kids, but uh, maybe Frankenclaus came. For you? Santa Lantern? That, yeah, the like Santa about, Lantern. Like ten that years was like ago. Ten years ago. About ten years ago, yeah. Was it was it Ghost Stoppers? Yeah, Ghost Stoppers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now that's what I I was looking it up. There's Ghost Stoppers, Ghost Breakers, which is the Bob uh, Hope that's movie. Like, yeah, yeah. But that they said that was one of them, and then Ghost Smashers was another. I feel like there were a few. When I got the Ghostbusters DVD, there was a, a little book in it. It was a special edition. It had all the different names, but I don't remember what they were. Yeah, that's just something but I, I want to look as, up as a kid. This other... You're gonna oh, look it up. Maddie. No, no, no. Gonna, yeah, I just I remember wanna... getting getting this from freaking you know a Christmas gift, and it was one of those things where it's like, yeah, I always felt as the older I got, I wanted more like Halloween stuff because I was like, I just want more collectibles in like the studio and kind of just like my collection. So the older I got, I, I felt like I started gravitating towards, you know, everything Halloween. But when I was younger... Well, we got all the boo buckets this year. That's true. But that wasn't for Christmas. No. But, but still. You got yeah, three that, of them, though, right? The boo buckets? Yeah, we got it, McBoo, McGoblin, and the... What was the other? The McPumpkin. Yeah, the McPumpkin. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I think we got one of those for uh, for Alexander this year. Nice. For on the Halloween. Now, I know in most people, like their traditions, they, they put up like some type of Halloween tree. Do you guys do that in, in like with your families? Do you have that? At or you just Halloween do... time? No, or no, at no. Christmas time? At Christmas also. Like a black tree, an orange tree? At, at no, Christmas... The only thing that, that I do I, at Christmas time is put up the the three ornaments that Mike got me. The Dracula, the werewolf, and, um, and Frankenstein. And Mike got me those. I think... Was that last year or was yeah, that the year before? Year. I think it was yeah. last year. Yeah. I put that on that my regular tree. I put that on my regular tree, but I put up a Dickens tree, which has Scrooge and the the four spirits and some stuff from the Christmas Carol. So I put that and then there's a big Marley knocker that that uh that goes on there too. So I, I, I really put like that, that up. Movie. So which you one? Did, 
No, I do. I like that movie. Um, Which one? Like the, the anim- like I don't know the Jim Carrey animated one. Yeah, I love that one. Oh yeah, that's my favorite for sure. I didn't see that one. You didn't see that one. The one I really oh, like geez. is the Disney one, the Disney cartoon. It's only like twenty the minutes. Mickey's Christmas Carol. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the Mickey Christmas Carol. Yeah, that's we just really watched that too. the other day. That's yeah, the one that one my rocks. Favorites. But getting back to those ornaments, Mike also did give that as a Christmas gift. I think a couple years ago as well, the Frankenstein, the Dracula, and yeah, the I werewolf. Didn't get shit. Yeah, Greg didn't get it. Maybe we'll <sighs> have to get him this year. <laughs> I gotta send some to Greggy D. Do you put? Yeah, some, that, do you put a tree up, Greg? Uh, a Christmas tree, yeah. He put I'm one not up, really right? into the paranormal. I'm into conspiracies. I love conspiracies. I want to believe. I want to believe. Yeah, but those ornaments that you gave me a couple years ago, it's always on the Halloween tree in the studio. And you leave that up year-round, though, right? Yeah, I leave that up year-round. That that's, has the, that's why we're called Nightmare 365. That's right. We have those ornaments. I have the Haunted House. I have Jason. I have the Headless Horseman, Bigfoot, and the Sanderson sisters on that tree all year round with nice. See, that would have been some that would have been something good to put on your franken claw or at least on my franken claws list is there's there's a website called horrornaments yeah <laughs> Horror- that's where i got three of my ornaments on the tree from the headless horseman the haunted house and the three jack-o'-lantern pumpkins are from the uh horrormans yeah it's Dude, i think hard i'm to gonna say. i'm gonna make i'm gonna get like a little tree and i think i'm gonna load that up you it's should. A great idea. I think that everybody should have that. Yeah, and I have a Bystol topper, like the Bystol pumpkin jack o' lantern. I'll, the, I'll, yeah, I I'll put it out. The topper. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll take a picture and send it to you guys. Greg should take a picture right. and send it in the group text. All right, cool, cool. All right, all right. I like it. All what right. About Do you guys, guys want to move on to no, no, uh, no, this no. last year, or you're still gift no, stuff because we we've we've told you our some of like the childhood memories with the, the ghostbusters i want to hear some of yours like did what i know you guys say you get it every year and you talked about the ornaments but you you said you've been asking for stuff since a kid the incubus the succubus mutilation i want to know it all bro <laughs> yeah so yeah like i was saying like i used to get masks and you know my mom would would get well, my mom or Santa Claus or Franken Claus, whoever it was, I always got Halloween stuff for Christmas. There were there are some. Uh, I got these Power Records when I was a kid. Power Records presents the Curse of the Werewolf, and they would tell the story. One of them was like Dracula. One was Frankenstein. One was the werewolf, and there would be these you know little stories on small little kids records that would tell stories of. Dracula, Frankenstein, werewolf. So I would get stuff like that. Or, you know, one one year I do remember getting this huge box of masks. And there were probably eight masks in there. I think my mom just, like, went into Sprouse Ritz and just went down. I, I mean, I don't even know how she chose them. I think she just was, like, grabbing them off the racks, you know, just throwing them in, maybe getting the cheapest ones, throwing them in so that there could be a whole bunch. So I remember opening that thing up and it was a box just packed with masks. And one of the masks was kind of like bent because it was all smashed into a box. And I always thought every year for Halloween, because the bends wouldn't come out of the rubber mask. And so I always would stuff it with a shirt. And so most of my masks today have melted, you know, because I, I have them out in the garage. So <clears throat> in the heat, they melt. And in the cold, it hardens the rubber. And shoot, that was from like 83 or something. I got those masks. So they're old. So most of them I've thrown out. However, one mask, one mask of that box that I got, has survived. And can you guess which one it is? The Jason mask. You're out! It's the one with the bends and folds in it. And the, that bend and fold never came out. To this day, it still is like kind of crooked. And I put like shirts in there. It just will not come wait, out. Wait, what is what is the monster? It's like a... It looks like... Uh, a face that I don't know if you remember it, Tom. It has black hair. It it looks like a burned face, like a burn victim. And remember, it was always like crooked. 
It never. So we. Uh, ne- you're you know gonna what? have to send me a picture. I think I have a, an idea of which one that is, but I'm I'm not a hundred percent. By the way, Tom. So of all the like every few years, I'll have to throw away another mask because it's melted and got ruined. And so the last probably three years, I haven't thrown any out because I have so few left. But your Dracula one, remember the Dra- the white Dracula one with the blood? Oh, yeah. That one finally yeah. got ruined this year. I had oh, to throw dang. it out. Yeah, threw that shit right out. So that did, was kind of Did we ever get the, uh, like, the, the bo- remember those baubles? Didn't that we was get for those Easter. in a stocking? We got oh, those for Easter. Easter. Yeah. Easter. What about, what about the masks? Because for some odd reason I'm thinking of, remember those one plastic see-through masks that we got oh, and we were stoked yeah. when we got them? I'm pretty sure we got yeah. those for Christmas one year. That's possible, and, yeah. Yeah, they were Yeah, they, they were, were stupid, but... They're like, they're like, did you guys remember these? They were, they're like see-through plastic masks, but it would have like really thick eyebrows and a mustache, you know, so you could see your face through it, but it's a whole mask. I was born in 86. Those those were way gone. I feel like that, that, that it was pretty, those were creepy looking when they were creepy. Yeah. They were weird. Yeah, they re- they remind me of like the Purge. I think they still make them like with lipstick yeah. and, and oh yeah, yeah. Like the eyeshadow and stuff. They they still make them, and I do. It just I picture the the Purge or that movie wearing those types of masks. Yeah, I'm looking at ones online, and like yeah, they have like bl- a black eye on some of them, or some of them have makeup on them. I'm pretty sure we got those for Christmas one year, and we were stoked. At first we were like, "What the heck?" and then we were we were excited because we put them on. We were like, "Oh yeah, dude, those are kind of creepy." Yeah, at first and, it was like, uh, "These well, these aren't even scary." Those look like yeah. the guess so, who people. I can't see ever wearing them. And then once we put them on, it's like, "Ooh, these are kind of creepy." Look, there's something about that plastic over your face that is kind of scary. But I don't think we we appreciated it as much at Christmas time. It wasn't until Halloween when we put them on, and then it was like, oh, these are kind of cool. Did you guys get the same gifts like growing up? And, you know, because my brother and I, we used to get kind of the same. The Hess trucks. Well, the Hess trucks was a big thing, and usually if we got like a Ghostbuster, you know, like the firehouse, we had to like share it. But then, yeah, you get... mean between you, like if you got a mask, then Greg got a mask too. Yeah, pretty and much. It was like this. Yeah. Tom and I always did because otherwise it would, if they were different, then it would be like, well, Tom got this and I, or Mike got that. So my mom started getting us the same one Easter. We got these ghoul pens and it would be, I don't know if you remember this, Tom, but it was, it was this green ghoul pen that sat in like a crypt and the cap was the ghoul hood and you like pulled that off and it lit up too. Oh like, yeah. Do you remember it? Like I, the head lit up. It yeah. was a skull. And we both got one of those. And like I, I said, think I, you know, mom definitely made it pretty fair between the two of us until we kind of went our own direction of, of things that we were interested in. Cause then a lot of my stuff converted to video games and, even when we got the Nintendo, remember we got that that Friday the Thirteenth game. That thing was sweet. That was the best. Is that game. a Christmas gift? I think it was a Christmas gift because I remember remember playing it afterwards when we were on vacation or something, and we were in that we were in that spa room or whatever, and and we were playing it on that that little TV. That's right. And I, you want to know that what game was? stuff as soon as you brought up that dang spa room that was when we lived in kelseyville we we lived on like this this hill and the the house we we bought it we my our parents bought it from this the architect so the guy who designed the house lived in it for a number of years and then he was moving out of state or something and so it was a really cool designed house and one of the rooms in the house was a spa room and it had like a it had this big dome on the, the, the ceiling so you could kind of see the stars, but then it, it was like all full of windows. And there's a spa in there, and we had a TV in there where we had our video games, and we had like these beanbag chairs. And when I think about that, it reminds me of another gift I got for Christmas, and that was 
the VHS for the Monster Club, and it was hosted by Elvira. And I remember Elvira's we, hot. we watched that movie when we were in that spa. Whatever day it was, it was like a rainy day. Maybe it was spring break. Okay. I, I think that was Elvira talking. <laughs> Dude, what's Gregory doing in the background there? Elvira's talking to you guys. Yeah, Elvira's talking to you guys. I, I think that was a ghost. What is going on? What the hell, Tom? Do you guys? Tom, I think that was a Michael Piccarella like series. Listening in on, yeah, maybe no, getting more Christmas was. gifts. But uh, do you guys? I know uh, Mike shared this with me. I think it was last Halloween. It might have been last Halloween. Maybe it was this Halloween. But the sounds of terror Halloween record sound effects yeah. that I got that I got for Christmas. I found it at the uh, record store. The record nice. Store. Dude, I wish the, we still had our album. I mean, we have it. I have it record like a digital file of it, but it's a cool record. It has cool artwork, and you just go you down. Know, to I'll tell you what I've found. I'm pretty sure that I that we have found between Mike and I all of the the records and stuff that we've had and tapes, except for one, which I can't find it anywhere, and that's Haunted Horror. Yeah, is the that from the Kraft tape. Mac and Cheese? No, that-, that one was really cool too. Uh but Haunted Horror was it was like a non-stop Halloween sounds tape and and there's a version of it that someone has on YouTube but it's pretty bad. And unfortunately no one has like remastered it. And yeah, the the one that you sent it doesn't it sucks. It's yeah, not it's just good not at all. good quality. Wow. It sounds like a like a blurby mess. Yeah, but that one definitely that was a cool one because yeah, it never it never stops. It's just a non nonstop sound uh, effects out. I think it's like sixty minutes on each side of the tape, <clears throat> but it was only a tape. They never made it an album. Well, we used that thing every year when we did our our haunted houses. That 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 was just the best one. Yeah, because I always hated how you know a lot of sound effects albums like the first side would be the first side of the album or tape would be sound vignettes like in a graveyard or whatever and then the back side would always just be the isolated sound effects so you'd hear like screaming and then it'd pause like the pause between two songs and you'd hear like chains and then a pause so I always hated that for a haunted house and so haunted horror it was like just this non-stop you know, organ music with sound effects and wind and thunder. So it just kind of worked perfectly for, you know, whatever was happening in the haunted house that whatever house we were haunting. Yeah. And even just going, going back real quick to the, to the Santa lanterns that the stuff that I, that I got was, uh, was all of the walking dead comic book series. And I've read a couple of those already, but I'm actually kind of excited. I got all the compendium of of all all the issues, so I'm gonna go through every one of them and read them and just sort of compare it to the to the TV That's series. That's what I was gonna say. So, how how close is it to the TV series? Is it better? Is it worse? Is it just different? Well, I'm not a hundred percent. I know the the beginning portion of it is pretty accurate on maybe the first few seasons. Um, from what I'm being told, I've only read a few of the beginning ones, and they do match what they had in the first season. But I mean, I have to get through them. I've never but from seen what I hear, down. they definitely went off onto a different direction. Dude, yeah, you took... haven't seen it, Matty D? Or no, Greg no, that D? was Greg. No, I've I've never seen The Walking Dead. I didn't oh, see it in. I, I think it was like four or five years after originally started The Walking Dead. Because I remember when it was on TV and everybody was talking about it and I started watching it and I was like, all right, this is really, really, really slow. This is, I'm, I'm not into this. Oh, yeah. But and wait, then, where where did you start? Did you start from the beginning or no, in season four? I started four? from the very beginning. Yeah. Like oh. I, I know it, what it, it came out in 2012 and then I don't think I started watching it until probably like 16 or 17. And then I was like. I'll give it a shot because I did see a couple episodes when it first aired and I was like, I don't know what the big fuss is. This is just, it's boring. It just doesn't seem like something I was into. And then I started watching it. 
Even the first se- the first season is great. No, no, like the first couple episodes were was all right, and and what I I might have came all in right. on the second season, but I started watching it later on, like four or five years later, and then I was like I was really into it, and then there was like a couple things that happened. I think I dropped off when pretty much everybody else dropped off, and then. Yep. It was like season nine. eight, season eight or nine. I was just like, all right, this is really just getting stupid. And I don't even know where this troopers. is going. Yeah. All that kind of shit. Well, they even like, the, the very fact that you even got that far. I mean, I, I did the same exact thing that you did. And I think I dropped off after the guy did the, the thing with the bat. Well, don't I can't remember what his me. name is. Yeah. <laughs> don't ruin it for me. But I think, I think that was like season season five season six and I, yeah. I couldn't handle it anymore because it was like an, an hour episode and they walked from like here to my front door i know and it was just stupid they just just yeah, got i so got like slow moving and i got like halfway through the second season and then i felt it getting worse but the first yep, season's hey, great first couple hollywood episodes did. of hollywood does second. it man yeah no, that's why I'm curious to see what Robert Kirkman actually did with with the the graphic novels and and go through those and just see what what that is. And I don't know if he adapted some of those at the same time that the series was going to continue it on or how they ended up doing that. But I'm surprised that's you what I'm like curious it. of. I've read a couple of other stuff of Robert Kirkman's I, I like Invincible he had like 144 comics. I'm almost finished with those, and I, I love that series. But uh, but Losing. The Walking Dead, I I I really I really honestly uh, think that it's going to be better to sit down and and just look at the artwork and and uh, and read it. Such an old man. So I'm excited about that. Nice. Such an old man. He what, is an old man. Tom's what, really old. I don't know. Me and Matt had a chance to go see. Uh, <laughs> A screening of Wednesday from the Adams family. That's right. And oh yeah, guys... I just watched all that. Yeah, I just, I just watched it. Sh- 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 no I just, spoilers. No I just spoilers. Watched the whole season. No, I thought you said you had one episode left. Yeah, one episode left. But I think it's really good. Do you, have you guys seen that yet, or anything? I saw like that? the I saw the yeah. first episode, and then I just started getting into Christmas movies. So. I didn't watch any more. Not because it wasn't good. I actually really enjoyed. No, it. I mean. I Honestly, I, I would say the woman or the, the girl that plays Wednesday did a decent job. I don't feel like she did as good as, as Christina Ricci. I I don't know. And even even Catherine Zedia Jones there, I don't think she's yeah, an I Angelica did. Houston. Yeah, I didn't for think sure, so either. But she did a good job. I, I'm not saying that they didn't do a good job. I think they had a lot to to do to sort of get up to that caliber. But that, that girl did... It's Tim Play Burton. Play it well. The story was Tim good. Burton. Yeah, Tim Burton definitely. And, well, tonight. Danny Elfman did the music as yeah. well. I do love that main theme. great i thought it was really well done and jenna ortega who plays wednesday i think she did a great job i mean i Matt, she did nailed you it for see me. the whole thing yeah it's good yeah i heard they're already i was reading no spoilers that it's becoming a cult following already like people are going nuts over it so yes. i would imagine they are it, it's it's well done i mean all the the little uh the writing was was good. Even the settings, the environments, where they filmed that 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 school that they that building that they were at was was sweet. I mean, yeah, they they did good. a really good job on it. Yeah, but do you think like now stories? I mean, I, I'm getting really sidetracked, but just thinking about like the whole Wednesday series. Do you think series now? I feel like there's no, even though it is good and it's based off of Charles Adams. Westfield, New Jersey, baby. Got to give a shout out to everything's connected to Jersey. But I feel like there's no more originality in stories. 
because it's pretty much the same thing. Like you could look at it and say it's the same story as Harry Potter or it's the same story as, you know, Star Wars or it's the same story. Like there's always like the struggle the character goes through. And I feel like it's always the same cookie cutter kind of. Well, they say there's only, I forget the number, six stories. R.L. Stein, I think, even said he he writes three stories and he just changes the monsters and the characters. And, and for the most part, yeah, that's like our, we are programmed to experience a certain number of stories and we have, and we expect certain things. And if, if it changes, then we will think the story sucks or that there is no story. Yeah. But see, I, I guess I'm getting older into the point where I, I want something different. I want like the main character to maybe die. I want the, you know, the villain to maybe that succeed won't make money. or I don't care if it doesn't make money. It's just, it's not the same. And I guess, you know, like when people watch, I, I don't know. That's the way I feel. The older I get, I just want something a little bit different. I mean, dude, Halloween, I'll tell you this. There's, there's when was a, the, when was the last time you actually watched a movie where you feel like the the plot was so original and you went, oh, wow, it's kind of like watching, that, what was that, The Sixth Sense? Remember when you watched that and at the very end you went, oh, crap, I, I wasn't expecting that at all. Like, I don't feel like I've, happening. I've seen a movie like that. I will tell you, I just saw a movie like that. Not that with the twist ending, but uh, Richard Linkletter's Apollo 10 and a half was a movie that did not follow the typical structure of of a movie. In fact, I think a lot of people complained about it because, of course, it isn't what they're used to in in watching a story unfold on, on a screen. Yeah, who cares? Or even read. But essentially, that movie was just nostalgia they were they were these vignettes of his childhood living in or living near Houston during the summer of Apollo 11 and so it starts out where you're you're experiencing it's this kid's journey like he's going to pilot Apollo 10 and a half and land on the moon but then it kind of just goes into this (laughs) <laughs> into this nostalgia of being a kid at that time NASA, and so it doesn't have like all of the the typical things that you'd experience in a movie it's not broken down the same way even though it does still have a first act a second act and a third act it's just not your traditional storytelling so i think well, that's why a lot of people didn't like it, but I loved it because yeah. It's, so who cares? It was Everybody so doesn't refreshing. have to like a movie, you know. Well, that was like uh, the Village. Remember that movie? I did like the Village, man. It was oh a cool yeah, premise. that was great movie. Right at the end, you had like that was a big plot twist at the end. Yeah, see, I yeah. like that. Most people do not like his movies, but I I actually enjoyed most of his movies. Yeah, I, that that was that. The uh, Greg's right on the money there. That's kind of what I what I was going with with even the Sixth Sense is the village was just like that. If you if people haven't seen that, they need to go watch it because the ending, you go wait what? <laughs> so, uh, I that's what I I kind of wish they would bring those movies. That's back. like Matt pulling up in the park and being like, oh my god, what the fuck? People are living yeah. in the park. <laughs> We're lucky that troublemaker Yogi is fast asleep in his cave. Exactly. What the fuck? And then they he drives him to Costco, and Mike helps him out and gets the drugs, and they go back in the woods. Welcome to Costco. I love you. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> much it. <laughs> the Village. No, that was a good movie. But yeah, that was what, a great movie. What's your guys' favorite Christmas movie that you have to watch? Ooh, that's tough. I'm, Mike and I were actually just talking about that a few weeks ago, and, I mean, that's hard to say because a lot of the, the pinnacle movies – that really get me pumped up. I, I'm just going to throw it out there, but I, it's probably the Christmas Carol, the one with Jim Carrey. I, I think that honestly puts me in the mood the most out of any movie. I mean, I had definitely have a good top five, top ten there list of, of, of movies, but if I had to pick one uh, to get me into the Christmas spirit, it would probably be that one. I, I thought I, I would picture you for a wonderful life guy black and black and white old school oh dude that is a great movie but i just don't feel that that's a christmas i mean yeah there's christmas at the it it bookend christmas bookends but the movie to me isn't like a christmas movie that i watch to get into it although 
so many people feel that it is and it's considered the number one Christmas movie of all time but I would I kind of look at like a Christmas story or a Christmas vacation but I do love a Christmas horror story where Santa goes up against Krampus and I just rewatched this year I rewatched Silent Night Deadly Night and I remember as a kid watching it and it just felt like a ripoff of Halloween except they made it around Christmas but watching it again and I haven't seen it since we were kids so we saw this I think I was in like fourth grade or something and I think me Tom and, and our and my friend Travis we rented it at the video store because we used to be able to do that West Coast and, Video no it was called Apple Video uh. <laughs> and and uh we rented it and it was just another slasher movie because we would just rent one after another after another so it was just like oh the kills and i always i always remember his his box cutter knife and uh that always kind of traumatized me and then the the head rolling down the hill from the sledder but i didn't remember much else so when i watched it again this year i was actually really surprised how much better it is than I thought. And it actually does have some good, and a lot of people hated the movie and said, yeah, it was just a rip off, but it actually is a little more, there's more to it than that. It does have some heart. It was the night before Christmas when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. Is that your favorite Christmas movie? It's not my favorite Christmas movie, but it, it's definitely a cool one for for Halloweeniacs. Have you guys seen the original? No, no, I haven't either. Dude, Dude. what was and the new one that just came out? Like Violent Night? Did anybody watch that? I haven't seen. I didn't see Violent Night. I did see Christmas Bloody Christmas, which is kind of like Silent Night Deadly Night meets the Terminator, and. Mm. There were things I really liked about it, but then there were other things I didn't like about it. I mean, some of the things I didn't like about it were like every, every, there were, there were two stores in the beginning that were, they were both closed for Christmas Eve and they looked exactly the same as far as the lighting, this neon lighting. Then they go back to someone's house and it's lit the exact same way with neon. It's like every single interior had the same look. And I get what he was trying to, you know, make it look the same, but I don't know, it just was weird. Like, why would it? Why would it do it? And and I don't know. I didn't care much for the the characters personally. So, so when they all what's died, your favorite or Christmas movie. This then? is a long rant yeah, for for so not this is a Christmas, favorite, movie. Uh, Jeez, Christmas yeah. movie. Come on, Mike. <laughs> story time. I, yeah, I think it'd Christmas. probably be like a Christmas story would probably be my my favorite. Both of Maddie you? D, what is what's yours? I'm so confused right now. Uh, I, I watched a slasher movie when I, where I rented it, Apple Video, and like the, the characters were this. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You probably yeah. watch your Christmas movie when you're doing your CrossFit, huh, huh Gregory? Hey, I want to dance with somebody. I listen to Mariah Carey all I want for Christmas. Greg's, fa <laughs> Greg's favorite Christmas movie growing up was Pluto's Christmas Tree. Love Pluto. That was Greg's favorite Christmas yeah. movie growing up. He loved the one it. with the the chipmunks and the tree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. love. Yeah, that's it. a classic. That's good. I mean, it's not now. Yeah, dude, you, that's 
It's way older yeah. than my my uh, recommendation there. Hey, Grandpa, I wish you were here today. Heck yeah. What, my so, favorite. Greg, what was yours? Greg is... Christmas Vacation. Christmas Vacation? I've, yeah. I've watched it oh, five times. Solid choice. Five times this Christmas season, Greg has watched it already. Second, probably... I watch that uh, every Thanksgiving. I put that, that on. Love probably. that movie. The second would be the Jim Carrey. Um, yeah. Nice. Nice. And then, what we're talking about. There you go, Gregory. Then the third is Polar Express. Yeah, that's a <laughs> guy. That would definitely. Nice. That's definitely in in my top five. Losers. Yeah. Matt, Maddie. Mine. I would have to go. I mean, I do really love the Christmas vacation, and we shitters full. Yeah, that's usually a Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. Die watch. Hard is up there as well. But I have to say. The Christmas movie Home Alone. I love Home Alone. You do. Uh, yeah, that's a great one. Oh too. yeah. Well, just one. because to watch that. just because he was eight years old when Home Alone took place in 1990, and it was my exact age. That that would never happen today. That would never happen today. But it was still a great movie back in the 90s. Great story. Matt yeah. got the what was it? The Walkman. What would they call it? The Talk Boy. The Talk Boy for Christmas one year. That was from the second talk movie. Boy? What was? Yeah, that? remember what the Home heck Alone? Is that? Remember Home Alone? Talk Boy. Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. And he had this Talk Boy. You would talk into it and would disguise your voice. So it'd be like, arm uh, That was a real thing? Yeah, they had that. Yeah, look it up. The Talk Boy. Dude, huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I see it right here. 1990s Hell Tiger yeah. Electronics. Hell yeah. It was all. And I oh, was yeah, kind of pissed when I got it. When I got it for Christmas, I was kind of pissed because I was like, dude, it's not exactly like the you know the movie. Because it would speed up your voice, it would slow down your voice, but I was just so pissed because I was like, "Dude, vintage 1992 it, Tiger Electronics Talk Boy from Home Alone." Hell yeah, forty nine ninety nine on eBay. No, four hundred ninety nine. <laughs> no, it's forty nine ninety nine. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, so am I. Somebody's wrong. Greg, I think you guys well, are looking there's at there's a whole bunch of other ones. Thing. Tech Boy. There's one. <laughs> One in uh, in the actual packaging that's three hundred dollars. You should get that. Santa Claus is coming to town. Yeah, what's well, the fuck? Santa's coming. Do you Santa's guys coming. do you guys remember this? I I don't know. Maybe like Mike and Tom will. I don't think Greg will. But it's from season one of Tales from the Crypt, and it's the episode is called "And All Through the House." Oh, definitely. That was a Robert Zemeckis one. Yeah, that was it was classic. Guy. I, I would have to I would have to watch it again to see, but I, I probably as soon as I see the beginning of it, I would go, Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah we watched the heck great. out of Tales from the Crypt. Are you guys pumped about the um uh the creep show that's on Shudder? Like the the uh comic's gonna come out again in March and I've I've already pre ordered that thing. Oh you did? Uh, yeah, well, the thing is, is the Creep Show. It came out, but it it sold out within like the first, I think, few hours, and wow, then wow. they have to reprint them again. And so in March, it's gonna come out again, the first issue. And uh, I already pre-ordered it, but I I would imagine it's gonna go fast again. I will say, uh, I got kind of an early Christmas gift this year. I got um. A bunch of EC archives, Tales from the Crypt, The Vault of Horror, and The Haunt of Fear, which were the inspirations behind Creepshow. And dude, these things are so sweet. So each each EC archive book, so I have volume one of each of those, and each one has six comic books in it. And they're the original comic books, but but the coloring's pretty pretty dang glorious like they did a really good job uh so preserving got, got these coloring and... books for christmas no no they're they're comic books but the, oh, I th- when I they recolored they retouched them oh okay yeah i love you how probably col- would have gotten excited greg i did you get I excited about excited. coloring books i love coloring books i i do love how <laughs> close the creep show and the tales from the crypt are i just i oh I mean, yeah I, I was always the type of, you know, like Tales from the Crypt guy. That's who I was. But then, you know, like learning about like the creep show, I was like, oh, man, it's like pretty much the same thing. But yeah, did I mean, you, that, did you always get pumped with with the, the Tales Tom, from the Crypt at the very something. beginning? Uh, yeah, I know. 
but when you when you watch that that opening and you just want it to always just be the opening but then it would go to sort 100%. of the live action stuff 100 yeah. percent. i always just wanted to stay in that haunted house and the opening of tales from the crypt i always wanted just like that whole environment i just wanted a whole thing just dedicated to the crypt keeper yes i always yep. wanted that and I, as a kid that's all I cared about. I didn't really care about like I did care about some of the stories, but mostly it was just pretty yeah, much I just wanted them to make a full full length feature film or something with just that dude chilling in his in his haunted house cuz it just the way they did that opening was That's my favorite awesome. opening of any show, any cartoon, any anything that's my favorite opening. <laughs> Even Erie, Indiana. Yeah, I mean, even it tops Erie, Indiana. Openings, yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I definitely think that was it. It was good though. That Tales from the Crypt is awesome. So we're almost fifty minutes in, and we haven't even gotten to the main part of the show. (laughs) Well, we all got excited. Okay, so should we move on to? This past year, so we can reflect on the Halloweeniacs. What we started this this uh, this series, the Halloweeniacs, last year. Did was this is this what everyone thought it would be? What did you guys think going into this thing? I mean, I always think it's tough just because we're all in separate places. But I think it is cool that we all come together and kind of like share our little tidbits on every 31st that a a month has a 31st. It's true. I do. I love that we add our little tidbits of Halloween and we keep it going year round. And so, yeah, I thought it it would be exactly what it is. It's just a, a group of friends who love Halloween who live well Greg I don't know if he lives Halloween 365 I live the Halloweeniacs 31st of every month that has a 31st that's true I know you do but (laughs) I mean I I do like that we keep the Halloween tradition and history mysteries alive I really do welcome back to history's mysteries with Matty D oh I I actually agree with with Matt. I think what's cool about it is everybody brings their own perspective to the table. It's kind of like that uh, the encyclopedia thing that you were talking about. Like I got so pumped Blasley about that Benetton. this year. Yeah, was but Morton. it was good. Like Sorry, Lisa even just was it Lisa Morton? Yeah, yeah her, I, I her I Halloween just, encyclopedia. I think I think that you know getting different perspectives and then i get excited about something and then we move on to something else it was kind of like the episodes that we did you know even going back and looking at them you know uh the last episode and the one before i think it was uh on on ours jack lantern press it was what one 104 and i think 103 i can't remember it was the last two episodes that we did um is about the the movies, the horror movies. That one frustrated me because I was stuck on classics, <laughs> and then I sort of went back and and you know watched the movies, and so that was that was fun. So that uh, and that wouldn't have happened, and that wouldn't have happened had we not had the that Halloweeniacs discussion. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I, and I think that that's what was kind of cool. So this last year, it was just fun because. You know, Greg had had some of the stuff that he really liked. You know, Matt threw in some stuff, and I I remember even right after that episode, I was blowing up our our thread on our messages, and and uh, you know, Matt was like you know plugging away at throwing some movies in, and now the barn is like one of my favorite freaking horror movies because that yeah, movie dude. just rocked. Yeah, that was you're talking about the episode number five of the Halloweeniacs, the top movies for Halloween. That was our fifth episode as the Halloweeniacs. That was that was a good episode. I enjoy them all, man. That was in August thirty first because it had a thirty first. Exactly. <laughs> Greg, loves, <laughs> Greg loves harping on this. Hey, I well, think for at- me, one of the big things that I was hoping to get out of doing this series was I I liked when we always did our Halloween show because we. 
all four of us usually did a Halloween show, at least for the last two or three years, the, the last two or three years we all did where we would come together and do a show. I think one of those years was a mischief night episode, but yeah. we always kind of did a show right around Halloween. And that kind of was like, Dude, it's kind of cool to all four of us come together. So for me, it was like we could do a little more than just that one show a year. So yeah, I do like that, it. And yeah, no, I, I agree. I hope we keep this going and I hope people really that do enjoy Halloween and have a love for Halloween can kind of contribute. And one of the things I would like to see happen with this is we get together and go out to Midsummer Scream. Yeah. So we so we uh, transitioning yeah. here. We're gonna so for the for this. We don't need to tell people. Just, yeah, just uh, come on. Transition here. Transitioning here to twenty twenty three. No, but it, yeah, I mean, I think so because I I think welcome. We, we've all to the Halloweeniacs podcast. Yeah, I think we all you know kind of enjoyed doing this, and I don't think if we didn't enjoy doing this, I don't think we would keep continuing to do it. And I think it is a good discussion. I would love really, I mean, I really would love to have like a studio where we could all get together and be in here. And yeah, like Mike, Tom, bullshit. why don't you come out here? You can sleep in Matt's couch. Uh, you know, we're in the spare bedroom up here. Hey, I actually almost came out there. This year just got yeah, crazy towards around around that time. But I, we we were really considering on going out there and, and hanging out. Yeah, I'd say that but definitely... I, uh, the Halloweeniacs need to get together at least once a year and do like a pilgrimage to like a Halloween pilgrimage. Yeah. Like a, a Halloween like destination. Land? Like the, yeah, that land. is a bummer. Cause our first episode was about Anoka and that's yeah. what we were going to do. We yeah. Still do that next year. Well, I definitely want to do midsummer scream. That was something Tom and I were going to do before COVID. And then that happened and it got canceled. So, Mid. It would be kind of cool to do a live Halloweeniacs from the Midsummer Scream if we end up going. And I don't where, want to say we're going to go and then not go. This is in, a, what is it, in Pasadena, California? Long yeah, Beach. I, well, Long it, Beach? It's, no, it's, it should be Long Beach, but there's, a, there's uh, I guess they have a winter scream. Or I yes. don't know what they call it, but it's, a, it's in Pasadena, yeah. It's going to keep growing. But yeah, I see... I, I don't want to say we're going to do stuff. I want to just do it. Yep. And, and we better freaking just do it. If we're going to go to Anoka, we're going to do it. If we're going to go to Midsummer Scream, we better freaking do it. We go to Dearborn Farms down the road. We go to Dearborn No, Farms. I agree. We just got to plan it and make it happen. Hell yeah, because I think it would, would be cool to do some type of, you know, like live show or something from one of these events, whether it's Anoka and doing a live show. And I would love to, to film you know, and do more stuff with the Halloweeniacs YouTube channel. And that's where I, one of the things to see it grow into something more in what I envision, what you asked the question, you know, like, what did you think it was all what it should have been or, you know, could have been or what, what I expected? I did. I think this was just a great conversation, you know, piece for Halloween and keeping Halloween alive. But the incubus, I definitely want to do more with the YouTube channel. I think that would be kind of cool to get other people in kind of like the space where we could do, you know, like a live show, even if it isn't, you know, on the 31st, it could be before the 31st. Same. And then the month come, you know, it comes out as a podcast or a YouTube video, but get other people's discussion into Halloween because meeting you guys, it not only opened up the door to different Halloween, you know, traditions like the, the jack-o'-lantern, Frankenclaws and everything like that that Krampus. you guys do. Yeah, it opened up my eyes into so many different realms of Halloween that I never even thought of or even like bringing traditions, you know, to like Christmas or anything like that or like you guys do on your podcast with different monsters for different holidays, which I freaking love. And this is what I love about it. And I just want more people and I'll end it here. I just want more people to like add to this discussion and, you know, broaden our horizons a little bit on Halloween. Mike, you want to go on a 10-minute rant now? <laughs> I already did my rant. All right, I'm just checking. Now no, I agree with Maddie, though. I think I think it would be kind of neat to be able to just do, even if we had the video on YouTube and everybody's just sort of, you know, saying their piece and there's a video of it and you can still have the podcast at the same time. So it, I think it'd be fun. You know what? I did want to ask you guys... <clears throat> 
do you see so this year we did the mischief night animated little short clip do you guys what did you guys think of that experience did what kind of feedback did you get would you want to do that again i would like to do that in real life yeah make some cars and we'll film that dude that would be funny if we actually all did get together and just pelted cars with that (laughs) If we, if we did, like, say we did go to Anoka. <laughs> Let's fucking egg somebody's house. And we went to Anoka, and then we were just like, all right, today's mischief night. Tomorrow's the Halloween parade. We're filming at the Halloween parade, but tonight we do some mischief. And Anoka, that would be It's going to be like the movie Hangover all over again. Yeah, and we'll be locked up. We'll happened. be locked up for Halloween. You know, I because we'll get locked up. <laughs> yeah, so do you guys, besides, you know, going different places, do you want to see anything else the Halloweeniacs do? Well, yeah, definitely Midsummer Scream or Monster Palooza. Anoka is something I still want to to do, whether that's this year or not. I don't know, just because of it, that time of year to to travel is going to be difficult for me. So that may be difficult. But as far as like possible episodes, I think that um, it would be cool to do an episode. I'm, I'm kind of curious what you guys all think, and I have a feeling I know what it is, but. Are you guys interested in doing a show about the origins of Halloween, the history of Halloween? Yeah, I mean, you know I am. I don't know. I know Matt Matt probably is. I mean, I I've never I've never really cared that much about the the history of Halloween because the history of Halloween just isn't uh the direction that I or I guess the things that I like about Halloween. It's all goes into just some like satanic thing but i what i like about it is just the magic of and the monsters and stuff of it the creativity piece of it i don't really care about the history yeah i guess that would be a different perspective but i don't know how much i would be able to give i mean you and matt definitely like the history of stuff matt loves the history of halloween where's greg where'd he go in the attic no i'm right here I didn't go anywhere. You got to talk into the mic, bro. I didn't go anywhere. <laughs> All of a sudden, he's up close. <laughs> I didn't go anywhere. It wasn't no, me, Dad. No, Matt just muted his mic for a second. What else? Do you guys have other episodes that you guys would want to do in the future? Yeah, I think, honestly, we should go outside our comfort zone. Do do a history episode. I even think that we should do some things, uh, you know, kind of like what Nightmare 365 does and then get maybe our perspective or we do a monster Monday and get, get Greg and, and Matt's perspective on, on things. So even like if we talked idea. about, well, yeah, it's a good some, idea. Halloween, some type of phenomena. And then we, we vote whether we think it's, it's real or not. I mean, the, we the weekday switch. weirds and stuff are fun. I was uh, like, Greg, I do think, a monster Monday and Tom and I will do a weekday weird. And then we'll also do a trick or treat Tuesday, trick or treat bag Tuesday, mm. trick or treat bag Tuesday. I do like that just because of the simple fact that like you found these ornaments, you know, like the three classic horror movie ornaments that you sent. I do like things like that. And when we kind of share it in our group text, I think it's also something that we could share, you know, to the Halloweeniacs out there. We should share it to the world. That's what I'm saying. I want to make this yeah, global. I, think I, I want to be big in China next year. Do they celebrate Christmas the way we do? They do. Or I mean Halloween. I did, I did see a funny thing. It said uh, in China they thought fucking was like just a slang terminology. Yeah. So one of the signs up in a store, it said big fucking sale. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe we'll, we'll hit a new market. We're gonna, yeah, I'm gonna try to hit new markets. <laughs> new markets in the in the new year. Big fucking sale. Big fucking Halloweeniac oh, sale man. at the Halloweeniacs. <laughs> yeah, I shop, heard that shop get us get some merch. I heard that Greg gets pretty good responses to his videos. How come he's not doing more of those? Because he's only done like two, but they seem to be getting some traction Which ones? on on Instagram. Yeah. That you got you got a lot of attention from those videos. It seems like you could you could probably boost the Halloweeniacs up if you made some more videos. I I, I could definitely make some more videos for Halloweeniacs. And on that <laughs> note, that's it. 
All right. Dead silence. Thanks a lot for coming out. Thank, thank you for tuning into the show. We're at the diner. Greg, talking the mic. Dude, I've been talking the shit out of this mic today. My my mouth hasn't left this mic. Dude, there's yeah. there's pieces my, of my protein shake all over that mic. Oh, there's shit there's everywhere. Matt's pissed. Matt's like, there's, I got right, let's slim, wrap this up. There's slim fast all over that mic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mike Piccarella. Dude, where the heck did this episode just go? I don't know. It's an I hour in. All right, let's start the show, guys. My name is Mike Piccarella from the Nightmare 365 Studios. I don't even think you know. You don't know anymore. Yeah, I say uh, let's just continue this as a different Halloween episode next 31st. Every month that has a 31st, the Halloweeniacs will provide you with a new Halloweeniacs episode. All right, I definitely so think real we quick before before we before we go out, what was everybody's favorite Halloween type gift this last year that we got? Just for yeah. Christmas or just because you said this year? Just so in it general, because like, whole... like so, I'll give you an example. Oh, my, Halloween my memory favorite, or something. My favorite uh, Halloween sort of gift Take that away. I got myself this year is those masks from Spirit Halloween. Oh, those things yeah. are, are awesome. And when uh, I think Matt had them first, or maybe Mike had them, I don't know. But when I saw those, it's kind of funny. When I went into Spirit Halloween, my wife actually saw them and was like, hey, we should get these. And I looked at them and I said, oh, yeah, I was like too stoked on this Killer Clowns from Outer Space mug that I got, as well as... Um, uh, Sam from Trick or Treat, and so I was all excited about those. Yeah, that's but then I ended sweet. up going back and getting, getting those. I got four masks, and so they're up on my wall. And uh, dude, they rock. But that that was definitely one of my favorite gifts this yeah, year. Like, that is Halloween. It was Spirit Halloween's nostalgic. I think they called them nostalgic masks, but they're the plastic masks. It has like Frankenstein, the Wolfman, Dracula, a witch. The witch is really cool. I didn't get the witch. I have the mummy, the Wolfman, Frankenstein, and, and the Dracula. I think one of my favorite gifts this witch, year though. was the spooky sign that Greg got. Just It was just a random gift. I don't think it was for anything, right? It wasn't for a birthday or anything. No, I just... Picked it up one day because I thought it looked sweet in the studio. Yeah, that's one of my favorite. The the, nice. the sign that says spooky. So if you watch any of our YouTube videos, you'll see the spooky sign on our desk. I like the boo buckets. Yep. Yeah, the boo buckets were sweet too. We did get a lot of things we for Halloween things. related. And we also did get the Transylvania Traveler, which could be found at nice. com. Use that for kindling if you want to warm up this holiday <laughs> season. I actually got a Halloweeniac shirt from the Nightmare 365 shop. That's no joke there. And I love that shirt. The The quality of those shirts are, are good. Yeah, the quality um, is really good of those shirts. I really like those. It's so soft. Yeah. They are soft. I have a Halloweeniac shirt. And if we go out to Midsummer Scream, I'll be wearing it. You can find that Did at Nightmare365.com. Yep, is your shop through Teespring? Yeah. It's just called it Spring is, now, okay. but yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, my son Robert is uh, building our store, and so we have, we're we're gonna have the Halloweeniac shirts, the different colors, and then a bunch of Jack Lantern Press stuff, some artwork that you may recognize from our book Transylvania Traveler. So that should be coming soon. Yeah, I'm excited for that. I, I definitely, I'll, I'll support you guys. I'll definitely get it. And if you listen, yeah, to I got the a show, Halloweeniac's mug as well. Hell yeah, we got a I got mug. The shirt. Yeah, I got the got I got the shirt and I got the mug. Hell yeah! Yep. And if you go to our shop, if you listen and you're a lawyer, loyal Halloweeniac, you could save twenty five percent by using the code Stay Spooky at our shop Nightmare three sixty five dot com. Nice, nice, nice. I think I. I what about for, you, Greg? Did, well, oh, yours was the the boo buckets, right? Come yeah, on, the, the boo buckets. You gotta I got, listen. I got the French buckets. fries with it. I got the nuggets. Yeah, we did get a lot of nuggets. It was great. <laughs> That was a good day. That was a really good day. That was a great day. Making memories for the Halloweeniacs. We did. What What about you, Mike? I think uh, my favorite takeaway for the year actually is the 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 EC archives 
comics, the Tales from the Crypt. They're pretty pretty awesome. Like they're just really cool stories. The artwork's awesome. Uh, so yeah, I would say that that's probably throughout the whole year that was probably the coolest takeaway. I like it. I like it a lot. All right, so you have it. All right, cool. So what do you think? Is that that, Matt? Do you want to take us out? Yeah, let's take us out. So. Thank you for tuning in to today's spooky episode of the Halloween Axe on the Weird Network. Make sure to listen every 31st of the months that have a 31st, anywhere podcasts can be found, and even on our podcast feeds from Jack O'Lantern Press, Nightmare 365, and we have our own Halloween Axe, so maybe you're listening here. Don't forget to check out Halloween Axe's YouTube channel for all the extra content that we're going to be building there in the upcoming year, as well as our very first video, Mischief Night. And then to keep up with Mike and Tom, visit jackolanternpress.com, listen to their podcast, and don't forget to purchase their book, like I mentioned before, Transylvania Traveler, because it is a good book, and it's a great gift for Halloween, great gift for Christmas, so make sure to check that out. And then to keep up with me and Greg, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, and you can find it at Nightmare365, as well as visit nightmare365.com for our latest shows, contact info, and then our shop for the latest gear. And like I said, you that use that promo code stay spooky for 25% off. And I just want to finish off by saying happy new year, make it a ruckus one and keep those jack-o'-lanterns and Halloween alive all year long. And until we meet again in the pumpkin patch, stay spooky. Stay spooky.